Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to fix your heart on Jesus, the one we are supposed to be celebrating this time of year. My hope and prayer is that this would be an encouragement to you and remind you that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know we could all use something that would help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy of this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study and Online Women's Retreat. If you are looking to grow in God's Word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to our members. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to onlinewomensretreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now let's get started with focusing our hearts and minds on the one who came for all. Day one, Adam and Eve by Kara K. James. Before we get started on today's session, I just have to tell you I'm so proud of you. I know this isn't easy to do. More and more obstacles are going to come up. Just today when I was supposed to record this session, a kid woke up sick and it's changed my whole course of the day. And it was a good reminder for me to remind y'all things are going to come up this holiday season, things that are going to keep you from wanting to keep hitting play on this podcast or grabbing the study if you have the study in print. Don't fall into that. You have done harder things than listen to an Advent study, and let me tell you, it will be so good for your heart, for your soul, and for your family this season if you are focused on the one who Christmas is all about. I'm proud of you for coming. I'm proud of you for listening. Keep hitting play each day. Set an alarm on your phone if you need to to remind yourself To listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button so it keeps showing up in your feed. Don't miss this. It will take about 10 to 15 minutes a day and it will be worth it this season. I'm so proud of you. Let's get started. Day one, Adam and Eve by Kara K. James. Talk with God. Praise, repent, ask, yield, then stop and listen. Sin messed everything up. Everything up. Oh no, my kid's latest song sung loudly from the backseat. Not much beats the honesty and simplicity of children's songs. It's so true. This world wasn't supposed to be filled with evil, pain, and darkness. The story started out quite a bit differently. When you read the first couple of chapters in Genesis, don't you wish time could stand still? Letting the story begin and end there, the beauty in the Garden of Eden was a perfect connection with God. We were designed from the beginning of time to have intimacy with God. Prompt. Describe what life might have been like for Adam and Eve in the beginning, before taking a bite out of the fruit from the forbidden tree. Remember as a user, an audio user of this study, whenever I give you prompts or questions, hit that pause button if you have time to do so, and think about these questions. Unfortunately, sin created a barrier between us and God, 
distorting what intimacy with him was meant to look like. Sin really did mess everything up. When Adam and Eve sinned, the original plan was destroyed. But as my kids continue with their little song, a song I just can't get out of my head, but that's not where it ends. God will make it okay. Make it okay. Oh yeah. I'm reminded that although the beginning of the story can be a little painful and depressing to read about, the story doesn't end there. God has written a much greater story for us, and it starts all the way back at the beginning. Read Genesis 3, 1 through 15, and summarize what you read below. As always, I will read to you the passages that are prompted to read in the study. Genesis 3, 1 through 15. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Did God actually say you shall not eat of the tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the trees that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. And then the eyes of both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman who gave you gave to be with me, she gave fruit of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, and above all the beasts of the field, and on your belly you shall go, and the dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall be he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Summarize what you read. Here we learn a few things about sin. First, sin lies to us. It tells us that it will be worth it in the end. When Eve saw the fruit and heard the lies, she wanted to believe it was truth. She wanted to believe she could not suffer consequences and everything would be just fine. That's the lie sin told her, thus destroying what she had with God. Second, sin tempts, tempts us, tempts but can't force. The enemy has no control over us as children of God. Satan cannot force us to do anything we don't want to do. He did not force Eve to eat the forbidden fruit and betray, and betray God. It was her own choice. Next, we see that sin leads to shame. Once Adam and Eve had made the choice to be disobedient, they tried covering themselves to hide from what they had done. They now realized that they were naked and wanted to hide from their shame. After Adam and Eve made coverings for themselves by sewing together fig leaves, God's voice was heard in the garden, an audible representation of his power. We are shown here a glimpse of what it is supposed to be like before sin broke their intimate relationship with God. Before their sin, they 
Before their sin, they would have run to him in joy. Now when they heard his voice, they hid from him, full of shame and afraid of what would happen. And finally, we see how sin comes with great consequence. They they thought surely eating a piece of fruit could cause harm, but God told them before beforehand of their consequences. They had no idea their sin would take them down a deep spiral. Read Genesis 4, 25 through 26, and write out the last sentence of verse 25. Genesis 4, verse 25 through 26. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and called his name Seth. For she said, God has appointed for me another offspring instead of Abel, for Cain killed him. To Seth also was born a, a son was born, and he na- called his name Enosh. And at that time, people began to call upon the name of the Lord. God shows us incredible things about who he is in the beginning of our story with him. When he could have turned away from his children and destroyed them, he gave them a second chance. He took care of them as a loving father, clothing them, providing for them, and giving them more than they deserved. From that day in the garden, Adam and Eve were no strangers to pain and their consequences of their choices. They faced heartbreak as one of their own children killed his brother, and they cried out to the Lord for another child. God once again came through to comfort and bless them with another child named Seth. From Seth, a lineage would begin to be set in motion, the course to bring the Messiah, the one who will make everything new. This is where we begin to see the redemption story of Adam and Eve, God's unfolding plan to cover their sin, which led to the coming of a Savior to cover us all. Question, do you feel like you've ever made a bad choice that just couldn't make right? Share how God has blessed you even through those bad choices. There are times our bad choices make us feel like we are spiraling and nothing can be made new again in our lives. But God always has a bigger plan. His redemptive plan will always be better than we ever imagined. Did Adam and Eve deserve another child after turning their backs on God? Probably not. But not only was Seth a child, but a covering of redemptive grace on the path toward a Savior who would wipe away all sin. Even when our sin seems trivial, it causes brokenness and disconnection from God. And just because the story didn't go the way God had planned in the garden, it set everything on track to bring us back to Himself. God gave us the greatest gift of all, a way to connect with Him once again and set the story back to the way it was always meant to be. Question. What quote-unquote forbidden fruit in your life is is causing disconnection in your relationship with God? Our story may not have our story may not have had the start God intended, but it will have the ending His story deserves. Because God loved His children so much, He wanted nothing more than to make it right. That's where James comes in and wipes the slate clean. That's where Jesus comes in and wipes the slate clean. All of the pain, bad choices, shame will be gone someday. When Adam and Eve broke the original plan that led to death, Jesus put it back on course, promising us life. Look up and write, da- write out 1 Corinthians 15.22. 1 Corinthians 15.22 For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. God had a redemptive plan from the very beginning, and someday we will be reunited with God forevermore, just the way it was meant to be. Even when the story first began, God had all of us in mind. The Christmas story, the story of God is for all. Do of the word, 
How can you apply what you have learned from the Lord today? If you share on social media, be sure to use hashtag. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. I hope that was encouraging to you. Remember that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. It would be so helpful if you would leave a review of this show, plus share this with your friends and family. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free Advent study. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. I'll see you next time, friend. Bye.